Submit to your husband as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church. His body, of which is he is the Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husband in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with the water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In this same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated his own body, but he feeds and cares for it, just as Christ does the church, for we are members of his body. For this reason, therefore, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, but I am talking about Christ and the church. However, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. Now, looking at this passage, we saw that uh, so how the Spirit of God, how God through Apostle Paul asked uh, husbands and wives to relate with each other. He was saying that the husband should love the wife just as Christ loved the church. And, and you know, sometimes we really don't pay attention to you know, the kind of love that God asked us to have towards our wife. You know, the scriptures didn't just say that husbands should love their wives, but then it said husbands should love their wives just as Christ loved the church. Okay, and if we are really going to love our wife the way God wants us to love our wives, then the next question we should ask ourselves is how does Christ love the church? What kind of love did Christ show? to the church. You know, and when we talk about this kind of Christ-like love, is the kind of love that is sacrificial. It's the kind of love that is submissive. You know, sometimes when people quote this scripture and, they, and you know they, 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 they say because the scripture says that wives should submit to their husband, it simply means that the man should dominate, the man should be the one in command and all that. Of course the man is the head of the home. But then God actually has called the man and the woman to partnership. And that's why the kind of love that God requires from the man towards the woman is a kind of, is a Christ-like, Christ-like love, which is sacrificial in itself, which is submissive. You know, Christ said that, you know, that he laid down his life by himself. Nobody took it from him, but he submitted himself, just like a lamb that is slain, you know, taking the slaughter and uttered no word. Okay, he was so submissive to the point of death. Why? Just to ensure that the church, which is the bride, which is his wife, you know, gets the best of life. Just to ensure that his bride actually is saved out of the pangs of death. Now, that's the kind of love that God expects from us as husbands to our wives. A sacrificial kind of love. A love that is giving. A love that is not self-seeking. Okay? And when we talk about this kind of love, applying it to our home. Okay, this kind of love 
you know, does not see the wife, you know, in agony and is happy. He does not rejoice, you know, in pain or in the suffering of, of, of his partner, okay? This kind of love is the kind of that stretches a helping hand, okay? God or Christ saw that we in our own self do not have the capacity or capability to get ourselves out of sin, to save ourselves out of the, of, of the problems or the slave or the bondage of the enemy, okay? And he lent a helping hand. And that's the kind of love that God actually expects from us as husbands to our wives, okay? Lending a helping hand wherever the, the, the need, uh, there is a need for that, okay? Not actually being rigid as regards uh, a fixed role as regards who should do what. Okay, at a particular point in time, your partner might not be able to do certain things. You're not because your partner doesn't want to do it, but then because she or he or she is limited in that capacity at that particular point in time, okay? And that's why we need to understand that marriage is about meeting needs, okay? And the question you should ask yourself is, in this, at this particular point in time, in my marriage, what needs can I meet, okay? In what ways my partner actually are not up to the task? Okay, what can I do to leverage all of this? What can I do to ensure that my partner is uh, at ease or at best? Okay, not trying to be better than your partner, not trying to, uh, to, uh, to, to complain or to condemn your partner as touching what he or she cannot do. Okay, Jesus Christ never complained about our state, but then in our sinful state, let the help in us. Not, be, not because he was expecting something back from us, as a matter of fact, uh, Jesus Christ lent a helping and sacrificed himself, you know, without a guarantee that we would actually love him back. You know, and that's the kind of love that God expects from us as, as men to our wives. You know, sometimes, you know, you might be wondering that the way this woman is going, will she not disrespect me if I should do this? Will she not uh, uh, see me as, as being a coward if I should do this? But then God is saying that, no. You know, just the same way Christ loves the church, love your wife that way. And the truth is, there is no uh, woman in his right senses who actually is truly shown love that will not respect or honor you in return, okay? Because love commands respect. Love commands honor. Love commands submission. If there's any reason why, uh, uh, as believers, why we love God in return, why we honor and submit him, is because he first loved us. You know, the word of God says that, Christ, you know, first loved us. We didn't love him first. Okay, and it was because of that love that he showed to us, we looked at it that if in this kind of state that we are in, Christ could actually, you know, do this, could sacrifice this. I mean, what else can I do to, 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 to just make him happy? What can I, can I do to show him love back? And that's the kind of response we will get from our wives when as husbands, we love them the way Christ wants us to love them. Okay, not allowing the society to judge how we need to relate with our wives. We need to understand that the marital institution is actually created by God. And for us to operate it optimally, for us to get the best out of marital institution, we need to operate it as stated by God. We need to operate it based on principles that are laid down by God. And here we could see what God is saying. That for us to get the best, for us to ensure that our partners uh, are, are operate optimally, you know, as, as husbands, we need to love them, not just loving them, but love them the way Christ would love the church, 
Okay? Ask yourself a question. Whenever you find yourself in a situation, you know, what will Christ do, you know, in this situation? And just uh, to, 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 to back this up, we could remember the story of or the instance whereby Jesus Christ uh, cleaned the feet, washed the feet of disciples. You know, in that scenario, we discovered that they, we saw that they were going for the Last Supper before his, uh, for, for, for his crucifixion. And there was nobody to wash their feet as the custom used to be. Because when they come in, you know, they're supposed to wash their feet because of their feet were being dusty, dirty, and all that. But there was no servant to do that. And each of the disciples was, you know, looking at each other and like, who would do this? Who would clean the feet? You know, nobody is ready to come so low to do that, to, uh, to, to, to give in terms of to make himself available, you know, for that need, to ensure that that need is met. And Christ saw their thought line. He saw that their thought line was not in line with his. And he had to show them what should be done. You know, he brought himself down. Where the scripture said that he rode around him a towel, you know, and took a water in the boat and began to wash their feet one after the other. You know, out of, you know, out of shame and out of uh, 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 inconveniency, you know, Peter saw that, oh, Christ can't be doing this. And he said, oh, Christ, you can't wash my feet. You know, because he saw that, oh, Christ shouldn't be doing this. But then, you know, Christ saw that there's a need, and he had to meet the need. And that's the kind of response you would get from your wife. You know, take points as a man. When your wife is not doing something, you know, because looking at, oh, who will do this? Is it me that will do it? You know, I'm, I'm also a woman. I also have a right to this out. You know, but as a husband, when you go forth, you know, and meet that need, you know, it humbles your wife. You know, it brings about submission. You know, it commands respect. And that's why as a man, when you play your own part, you know, the other party will be committed to playing his own part, okay? Never forget that love commands honor, love commands submission, and love commands respect. And also, likewise, for the woman, we need to understand that, you know, submission, respect, you know, is very important for the smooth running of the home. We need to understand that men perceive these two qualities as love. Okay, you say you love your husband and you are not submissive. You say you love your husband and you are not respectful. Okay, it questions your love for him. Because um, as men, you know, there's something called ego that men has, you know. And uh, it can be very wonderful, you know, if we actually know how to manage it as women. Okay, we need to understand that respect and submission and honor actually are perceived by love by men. Okay, now, but what's the point of all this? The point is, we need to understand that in marriage, there is no fixed role as regards who should do this or who should do that. Okay, but then as believers who have the love of God in us, we should respond to these needs. Okay, you know, as they come up at time, in terms of who is in the best position to do this thing. Okay, sometimes your wife might not be in the best position to meet that need. Even though based on culture, she might be the one that is being said to meet that need. Take for instance, uh, based on culture in this part of the world, women actually have been so have been conditioned to be the ones to do the cooking, to do the dishes. But then sometimes circumstances will warrant them um, not being available for this. Okay, and as husband, don't wait uh, for them. You know, if you're in the best position to do it, why not take it up? It doesn't make you less a man. Okay, it doesn't reduce your your headship in the home. You know, as a matter of fact, it makes you, it even earns you respect and love from your wife, okay? So 
we need to understand that marriage is a roleless uh, relationship, uh, which actually functions optimally when the individuals that are in this marriage actually respond based on needs and are not carried away based on presumptions on uh, who to do what, and not carried away by presumptuous stereotypes, you know, that actually have been uh, written down by traditions, by parents, you know, who should do what and what to do what. You know, we must learn to let uh, our hearts, our homes, our lives be guided by the love of God. You know, responding to these things, you know, as they come up. Because when we have an expectation or a stereotype uh, thinking of who should do what in the, in, in the home, it causes this problem because sometimes your expectations might not be met. And when it's not met, it uh, gives rise to uh, disappointment and also in turn brings about uh, arguments. And so many homes actually have been uh, destroyed or have separated, have been gone through divorce based on this uh, misunderstanding as regards to rules or misconceptions as regards to rules um, in the home. Okay, okay, and, and, and I believe that tonight, uh, though it's been brief, I believe that uh, if we've gotten something, I believe that as from tonight, we'll go back to our homes responding to needs, you know, based on availability, based on capacity, based on uh, uh, the, the uh, based on who is in the best position to do it. You know, instead of we saying, uh, since the society said the woman should do this, then let the woman do this, okay? Because definitely uh, everyone has their own weakness and strength. What works for a particular home might not work for another home. Okay, so you must understand what works for your home and ensure you work by it and ensure that your home actually is guided by the love of God. And as you do so, God will bless us, God will increase us, and our home will become a successful one and we will win in our home irrespective of the challenges that we encounter in the name of Jesus. Amen.